Hey friends, welcome back to the Special Education Clubhouse podcast. In today's episode, we will be reviewing returning from winter break and how to make that transition smooth and easy for your students and for you by reviewing your classroom rules, procedures, and expectations. Stick around. Welcome back to the Special Education Clubhouse podcast. I'm your host, Kristen. And like I mentioned in the intro, today we will be discussing important things to do when you return from winter break to help make the transition smooth for you and your students. In the beginning of the year, we teach classroom rules, procedures, and expectations to our students to help make sure they know what to do at different times and what to do for different situations in the classroom. It's important that we review those, just a little refresher for our students when we come back from winter break. I don't know about your district, but in my district, winter break means our students have been out of the classroom for two whole weeks. So they need just a little refresher on the things that they do in the classroom on a regular basis. Now, whether you're a general education teacher, a self-contained teacher for students with special needs, or a resource teacher, the types of procedures you teach might be a little bit different but we all need procedures for different things, such as using the restroom. How do your students tell you that they need to use the restroom? Do you just let them get up and go as long as they, you know, go quietly, return quietly and don't disturb anyone around them? Do you have some kind of hand signal where they either give you a thumbs up, maybe they show you the peace sign, um, just so that you know they're getting up to use the restroom? That's something you need to take into consideration because, well, first of all, each teacher probably does it a little bit differently, so they may not remember which one was yours when they come back from that break. You'll also need to teach procedures for things like lining up. We know we line up multiple times a day, whether we're lining up to go outside to the playground, lining up to go to um, specials such as art, PE, etc., lining up to go to the cafeteria for lunch, or lining up for dismissal different times of the day, we still line up. So that's another procedure you'll need to refresh. Um, I know different classrooms also have different ways of lining up. You may just have your students line up however they, you know, they get to the line. You may have a line leader, a door holder, a caboose. You may have them line up in number order. You may also do something like I used to do in my self-contained classroom. I would have students have little lineup feet on the floor and they had a little stop sign, they had the little shoes and their name on it, and it was lined on the floor so they knew exactly where to stand. Um, I also have these available in my Teacher Pay Teacher store and on my website if you're interested in having something that helps you line your students up. Um, Mine are color-coded because in the self-contained room we have most things color-coded for our students so that they know if their color is purple, then everything they do is purple. It helps promote independence. Um, So that's something you may want to take into consideration. You're also going to want to review cafeteria expectations. When it's time for lunch, do they go into the cafeteria and have an assigned table? Do they have an assigned seat? Do they first go in and buy their lunch and then have a seat and start eating? Or do they have to sit down and then wait for their class to be called before they can go in and buy lunch? If they have a lunchbox and they don't need to buy lunch, what do they do? If they need a drink of water or just need to buy milk, or even when they're finished eating, 
What are the procedures for throwing away their trash or cleaning their tables when they're done, when lunch is over? So those are just some things you'll want to review for when they're there. You're definitely going to want to review your drills, your code red drills, or in our districts, we call them now lockdown drills, um, your fire drill expectations. In our district, we have drill practice once a month. Uh, But it's also important to do the refreshers when we come back from winter break, just in case they may have forgotten and there's going to be an upcoming drill. So you'll want to review fire drill, location of where your class may exit, things like that. Other things you might want to review are when they move around the classroom. Do you have an individual schedule that your students follow? I know in my self-contained classrooms, whether it's elementary age or preschoolers, we have individual schedules that they follow that tells them exactly where they're going to go, whether it's the checkoff schedule style. Some of our older students use those. They have the little personal schedule where they can check it off as they've gone through it. It's, you know, it can be laminated and dry erase marker each day. Some of us use the, um, bigger schedules that the students have to actually move the piece and it's Velcroed where they need to go. They bring it with them, check into their location um, and things like that. I will have a whole nother podcast on using schedules in the classroom. Um, But for today, we're just going to talk about reviewing how they move about the classroom, how they use their schedules, things like that. You'll also want to review what they do if they're turning something in. Maybe you have centers. You need to review centers or independent workstation expectations. Do they just leave the things out when they're finished completing their independent work? Do they need to put the task boxes back together? If you're using task boxes in your classroom, do if you're using count and clip, do they unclip all the pieces, put them back nice and neat, or do they leave them clipped so that you can check their work? So different things like that you may just want to review. Um, Review expectations for when you're doing a whole group lesson. So when you're doing whole group lesson, you know, you might be doing like a guided reading or whether it's math on the the board, things like that. You're going to want to review your expectations with your students for that. Do you have a little chant to get your students attention? You'll want to review that chant with them as well, whether it's, you know, one, two, three eyes on me or whatever the case may be. Um, Review the little chant with them so that they know what it is. You'll also want to review your behavior management system. Do you use a token economy where students are individually earning tokens for their reward? Are you using first then which um, they have something that they do first and then they have the activity that comes after. That activity sometimes might even be the reward. Are you using a clip chart? Are you using a personal clip chart? So each student just has it on their desk to minimize you know, distraction of getting up, to minimize other students being aware of that student's individual behavior. Whatever the case may be, you'll want to review your behavior management system You'll also want to review how you pack up for dismissal. Do you have students go get, you know, other backpacks at their desks and they're just packing up? What do they need to take home? Do they have an agenda? Do they have a binder? Do they have a folder? Does somebody help them pack up? Um, Do they keep their backpacks on hooks somewhere in the other side of the classroom that they need to go get them? Is there a procedure for this? Um, 
and things like that. So there's just a couple of things that you need to review with your students to make sure that they remember what to do when they come back from winter break. It will help make the world of difference if they are reminded of what to do. It'll be easier on them as well as on you. I hope that you've found today's little session um, helpful. And if there's any topics you're interested in hearing in the future, please feel free to either email me at specialeducationclubhouse at gmail.com, or you can drop a note here on wherever you're listening to your podcast. Thanks for tuning in and have an awesome day. Hey friends, before you go, make sure you visit the Special Education Clubhouse website. You can find additional information, tons of blog posts and resources to help you in your classroom. It's www.specialeducationclubhouse.com. See you soon. Bye.